Hi, and welcome to Average Joe's Football Podcast. I'm Mike, and I'm here with my co-host, Tim. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Week Sevion. <laughs> Look at you getting it right again. Yeah, I did. Again, I have my reference guide right there. It says seven. And six can look like eight and five sometimes, so it gets confusing. But seven, seven is seven. You can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seven's easier. I can at least get one week right a year. Everything else looks the exact same. Yeah. So I've also realized I'm getting old because I, I'm starting I'm trying to read stuff. I'm like, oh, crap, and I can't read it. And then, like, earlier my brightness was down too low, which has never happened before. I had to turn it up, and I'm like, I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I've had to start doing that, too. And I'm not as old as you. So that's... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everything hurts. It's no big deal or anything. It's fine. I don't remember the picture from last week. Everything's fine. Yeah, my so, knee's been hurting. Is that something that just happens? What? My knee. It just, yeah. like, hurts occasionally. Yeah, don't worry. My back, my back hurts when I sneeze. It's pretty normal stuff. My I've, my worst pain I get is when I sneeze. Like sometimes I hold back. <laughs> ah, <laughs> feel like I'm, I'm like falling apart, man. It's awful. Um, anyway, enough about my pains in life. Uh, let's talk about my pains on picking football teams because apparently I went over four this week. I mean, on the ones we differed on, like you got some right, but we picked those as well. Yeah, well. I don't Absolutely. care about it. I missed the important ones. Do you want to know how many you've gotten right this week? Sure. Three. <laughs> Wait, so you got what? Seven, right? I got seven. You know, it didn't seem like a lot, but then I realized with two teams playing each other, that's 14 teams. I'm like, that's that's a lot. So, okay, never mind. <laughs> two. No, no, I suck worse. Yeah. So... Um, this was an interesting week. This is the first week I can remember in a long time that the Titans or the Bengals didn't play. So I was kind of like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what, who do I cheer for? So I, I was, it was a good old fashioned, let's just watch some good football games. So clearly I put the Ravens Lions on like, this is going to be a great game. My boy Gosling is going to show up wrong. Not even an, a little bit. Like, I'm getting ahead of myself, but it was an onslaught, but yeah, there were some good games though. There were, and we're, we're going to get into that for sure. Um, you can just dive on in. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So I got Thursday night football. Jaguars 31, Saints 24. Boy, what an ending to this thing. Yeah. So the tight end, and I cannot remember for the life of me his name. He's Foster the second. Moreau. Who is it? Foster Moreau. Foster Moreau. Yep. Uh, gun to my head, I would have died there. So he... He had the game-winning touchdown or game-tying touchdown in hand, and he there was no one around him, and he just dropped it for the Saints. Yeah, and he was crying afterwards. You feel for the guy. I mean, he's a he's a kid for God's sakes, and he could have easily tied that game up and just blew it. Yeah, they, I was watching Derek Carr's interview after the game, and it's like the classic teammate thing and the coach thing, like. They didn't lose that game just because of that play. Like, there were a bunch of plays leading up to it that could have gone the other way. And so they're supporting him and everything. And you saw Alvin Kamara come over and grab him and, like, take him to the locker room and, you know, whatever. But it just, like, it's hard not to point at that play because it's it's at the end and he literally had the ball in his hands. 
Exactly. And I don't know if you saw there was a it was a it was a clip of Winston, Jameis Winston yelling at I think it's Kamara. And obviously there he's mad about something or he sees something, but someone was like it captioned over Winston yelling. It was like he's like, damn it, I can throw interceptions. If if Carl's gonna throw interceptions, put me in the damn game. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean this game, like Jacksonville was up by a lot. Like I didn't think it was going to be close at all, and then New Orleans came back in the fourth quarter. It was twenty-four to nine going into the fourth. If he and if he kept down, they scored twenty-two points in one quarter. Yeah, like That's it was tied. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. The you know the Jags, the Jags as a whole are awesome. They are so so talented. I just I say this every week. I just. Lawrence had a good game. He had a good, good, he had a good game. Mm-hmm. He had a good game. And I just, I guess I'm waiting for him to like a couple games just, just completely ball out and, you know, like just flashly has it. It's just, it's just not happening, but they're five and two and they're blowing away the division. So who am I to judge? Right. Yeah. I mean, they're, uh, I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders by any means, but no. They're probably going to win the division, and they'll probably, you know, depending on who they draw, they could make it to the AFC Championship. But you're, like you said, we're still kind of waiting for Lawrence to show how he was in Clemson consistently. Um, ETN looks great. I mean, he he is, he had two touchdowns in this game or three? Two. Well, two, two rushing. And then, yeah, just the two. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Christian Kirk's playing well. Like, their offense is good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, again, Lawrence was coming off of an injury, so we weren't – who knows if that was 100% Lawrence. Probably wasn't. Um, but, you know, you you still expect him to kind of take over games, and he just hasn't done that yet. Yeah, and, again, he's good. He's good. Mm-hmm. It's I'm wait, I'm just waiting for that like staple to show me you can go in and beat the Bengals or the Chiefs or the Bills. I guess the Bills are if even the Bengals are coming. They go and show you can beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Let's just start with that. Give yep. me a 20 point game. The Chiefs have 21 points. Show me you can outscore them when you're down. Mm-hmm. And then then I'll be like, all right, I'm bought in. I don't like it because you're in my division, but I'm bought in. You know something that's wild, which I heard on another podcast. So, and it is actually still true now after Sunday. So since week, I think 12 of last year, there have been three teams that have won 11 games. Do you know who they are? Lions, Jags, Chiefs. So I would have thought the Lions too. It's the Chiefs, the 49ers, and the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars. The Lions, I thought they won seven straight last year. Yeah, but the Jaguars won a bunch in a row last year. Yeah, they passed the Titans. Yeah, so like Jacksonville's been playing well. It, but it just it doesn't seem like we're ready to put them in that top tier yet. And I think if Lawrence starts putting up, you know, three hundred yard, two or three touchdown games consistently, then they could be there. Show me you got it. That's all. I'm, and I, I haven't seen it. I just haven't. I would take Lawrence in a heartbeat. I just, I don't think he's great right now. I think he can be. I just, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yep. 
Um, all right, next game, I got the Browns and Colts. What a game. Yeah, this was – I watched this whole thing, and I'm glad I did because, honestly, it was it, – it looked bad on paper, but, like, it ended up being one of the better games of the week. I mean, you got P.J. Walker, who was not the starter. Watson came in for five, six passes, I think, and then he got knocked out again. Yep. Walker and goes less than 50% passing. Granted, the last couple plays, I mean, he's just tossing the ball down the field. Um, Minshew has a b- okay game, I guess. No one really blew out of the water, but except for J- this, okay, who is who is Downs? Who is Josh Downs? Oh, I know. He came out of nowhere. Third round pick out of North Carolina. Never heard of him. Never. Heard, I mean, all of a sudden, I'm like, who who is this man? I, it's like Nakua. I, I I don't even get it. Um, but the Browns end up winning. On, I mean, this kicker that they have is they picked up. I think it, they traded from the Chargers, right? Um, where maybe came from San Diego. Okay. Or the L.A., excuse me, excuse me, the L.A. Charger. <laughs> um, and he went, like, four for four. He had a 58-yarder. I mean, these kicks were just gorgeous. I mean, he's the reason they won the game. Mm-hmm. He got four field goals, and they were all but, like, let's see, 34 yards, 44 yards, 58 yards, and then 54 yards. Or I might have said, anyway, he got, yeah, he got four field goals. That's incredible. Um right. Jerome Ford stepped in for Chubb. I mean, the, don't look now. The Browns are one game back from first place. And I don't understand how it's the Ravens and then the Steelers and the Browns. Yep. It, it makes no sense, man. And the Browns are doing it without Nick Chubb and really without Deshaun Watson. Like, they're, they're, Miles yeah. Garrett is a freak. Yes. Like, All- he, I I don't have the exact stats. He had like two sacks. He had one or two forced fumbles, pass deflection. Like he was up in Gardner Minshew's grill the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like he, I mean, he's go. He has to be the defensive player of the year right now. Yeah, I think it was like the first time since since like two thousand something, like one or that a player has like a, a block field as a block kick. That's two- what Force fumble. Um, I mean, he just dominated all around. Yeah, he's a beast. And I feel like he's been good, but something seems – it's like he's hitting his, like, three-year run of just just pure dominance and no one's going to stop him. Yeah. I mean, he blew right off the edge in the end zone just for that strip sack. Thank God I started Cleveland's defense. Oh, that was – got 15 mm-hmm. points out of them. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean – go ahead. What did you think of the end of the game? Because Cleveland's last touchdown, the Colts guy had two pen- penalties called on him back to back. First one was kind of iffy. Second one, the pass interference. I see. I felt like that was a completely blown call. I I saw the D. I saw a hold on the pass interference because it wasn't during. Well, so let, let's make sure we're talking in the same place. So the one was where Walker threw the ball out of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, it, here's what I saw. That ball was uncatchable. Mm-hmm. It, ju- it just was. Now, Gene Steratore came in, and he said, a typically an uncatchable ball is thrown into the stands or off the wall. So the mm-hmm. fact that the ball didn't get there, it doesn't – yes, you can start looking and everything, but if you start looking like that, if it's catchable, 
typically they're going to flip the flag um, unless it's blatantly just gone. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was where I forget the receiver, but he was, he broke, he fake left and he broke to his right and they hooked him around his waist yeah. and he fake out. Now that was the, I think that's defensive holding. Um, I would have not called it pass interference. Yeah. They called that one illegal contact. I think um, that's what, yeah, which I agree. I think that was the right call. It gave the Browns a first down, you know, a first and goal. Uh, but yeah, that defensive pass interference, it, it it's also tough because it was the same guy who committed the penalty on back-to-back plays, but it got Cleveland to have first and goal at the one instead of first and goal at the six or seven or whatever it was. But, uh, yeah, but first downs. Right. Yeah. And then, like, it – Again, whether the refs call that or not, like Indy has to play the game, and it's just like it's got to be heartbreaking for them because they did everything they could to win that game. They did, and they, I mean, they, they, I think they deserved it. I think Cleveland lucked out, but also, like, I'm a big proponent of if it's a foul, it's a foul. Like, I, it's not, mm-hmm. oh, it's the game. Like, no, it's not. I hate that. I, I want the game to be called the same way. It's like if we're playing basically in the baseball off the eighth and ninth, and like, you know what, this game's pretty tight. I'm only going to call strikes if it's four inches in from the strike zone. Like that's about the, honestly, that's my equivalent of, yeah, I'm not going to call that. Yeah. Like change the game and it doesn't make sense. So I, I, it sucks to end the game like that, especially for a Colts. I hate the Colts, but I don't want the Browns either. So really for me, I, and whatever, but mm-hmm. good game to watch. But yeah, I, I think the Colts, they had, I feel like they had the game in their hands and they just couldn't close. Yep. Exactly. I mean, Gardner Minshew played really well. Like, I mean, not really well. He made some mistakes, but he played well enough for them to win the game. And, like, the defense held up when it had to. It's just, like, Cleveland somehow finds ways to win these games with P.J. Walker. And, like, I love Jerome Ford. He's a UC guy, but he got hurt. So then it was just Kareem Hunt and whoever else they had. And they're still finding ways to win. And it's crazy. You know, dude, I'm sitting there looking, and I'm like, why is Pierre strong, and why is Amari Cooper on the tackle list for the defense? (laughs) What? Oh, two interceptions. That makes more sense. Yeah, Yeah, big win for the Browns. I mean, they're one game back, and I don't know. Watson hasn't looked great, but I'll tell you this. Watson's looked much better than P.J. Walker. But, I mean, also, P.J. is 2-0, I think, when he's starting. Exactly. Yep. It's the – Oh, what was my boy from Washington last year? Uh, Heineke. It's a Heineke effect. Oh. <laughs> uh, the numbers aren't great, but shit, he's still winning games. Like, yep. what do you, I mean, it doesn't have to be logical if you're winning football games. Exactly. So, all right. Uh, I got uh, the Patriots Buffalo next. Dude. I, <laughs> I got nothing. I, I, Nicole made a comment before the season started. That but that she kept hearing on the pod her podcast she listens to, which apparently isn't ours, which I've had a conversation with her about that. But she said that the announcer was or the the guy was like, Well, Josh Allen is overrated. He's not good. He had like one really good year, and the stats are there. And he's he's a good quarterback, but he plays really well versus bad teams, and he gets he gets these tough defenses, and he he just starts slinging the ball and he can't win. Mm-hmm. Um so far, that's been true. I mean he, Patriots notoriously have a good defense, like they typically do. 
The Jets have a good defense, and he just falls apart. Um, stat line wise, he did all right for me fantasy because he ran and stuff. But I mean, otherwise, I mean, he really struggled. And Mac Jones, like he capped this game off with a like a dime to Gasecki in the end zone to win this thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was Belichick's 300th win, which I didn't know he was going to get it this year based on how they were playing. And Buffalo, like, it's a divisional game, so you just never know with those. Um, But they, like, James Cook was having a good game, so it wasn't like it was Josh Allen having to do everything. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Like, their defense has had a bunch of injuries, but they held up last week. Like, it, it's just a very streaky team right now. And you're probably looking for Josh Allen to be this consistent, you know, steady kind of leader of the team, and he's just not been that this year. Yeah, he's not. And, I mean, the Jets are – they're one game away, one win away, and they're in second place, and they have the tiebreaker against the Bills. Yeah. Like, not – it's four and three, you just wouldn't – like – it's about as bad as the Bengals. You know, they've been up and down. But at least the Bengals were, like, bad. And now it seems like they're picking up momentum in the AFC where the Bills are just – it's just a roller coaster. Yeah. You well, do know. Yeah. And especially with the Dolphins playing a tough game this week, the Bills had to go and be like, we need to win this game so yeah. we can catch up. Yeah, they would have won that game. They'd be in first place for the tiebreaker. Yep. We're just not, but yeah, Mac looked good. It's trade bait. I get rid of him now. Just dish him, dish him while you can. Yeah. So it's I, I don't know what's I don't know what to do in, with New England because I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, they're two and five. I doubt they're going to go on some winning spree. So I just it was a weird game, and there's just, I mean, as much as it helps the Bengals, it was hard to watch. You know, they I feel like Buffalo was just supposed to win that game. Yep. Yep. And I mean, they they made a. a a run at the end. It's just like you said, Mac Jones led a game winning drive, which I would not have guessed based on how he's played. Oh, not at all. I would have put a lot of money against that. He was going to do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this, uh, Washington, uh, New York, huh? That was a boring game. I mean, Tyrod Taylor outdoes Sam Howell, which is just a weird sentence. And, (laughs) You know, Darren Waller pretty much is his entire offense, and they win the game. Giants win 14-7. A 2-5 and five team beats a 3-4 and four team. Like, it's just nothing. Sam Howell, like, looks so good. He's just gotten progressively worse as the season's gone on. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, I mean, Saquon looked great. It's fun watching yeah. him. But, like, where has Brian Robinson gone? I don't know. Was he hurt? Like, I don't understand. I don't know. Like, their leading rusher was Rodriguez. I don't know who that is. Robinson had eight carries for 23 yards and a touchdown. He was their lone scorer. Yeah. I wonder if they just got down and they maybe he tweaked something. I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want to go in and get him hurt. I I have no idea. But the game's that close. It's got to be an injury, right? Like, Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was only two scores, like, and it was early that they got those two scores. So, yeah, yeah, it, it's a bad game. It's just it's the Commanders. I think they're holding on for dear life, but I feel like you're in yet another rebuild. Mm-hmm. I think it's what's coming. I think you got Alex Smith before, hoping it would work, didn't work. 
should have rebuilt, sort of did. They kind of didn't. I think Chase Young gets dealt with his attitude and the stupid shit he's done this out offseason. I feel like he's going to get dealt. Sweat might get dealt. I mean, maybe you fire sale this thing and then build back up with some draft picks next year. I don't know. Because you have good pieces, just, it's just not working. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think they keep Sam Howell? Like, he threw 42 times yesterday. Yeah, I keep him. I mean, there's nothing – you're not going to get anything for him. And he's cheap. And it's like, well, I'd, I'd like to see what he ha- you know, we have. We play. If we get a high pick, we get a high pick. Otherwise, we just, you know, we stick with him until we have a quarterback. Yeah. He flashes, but, I mean, maybe Kirk Cousins goes there. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Kirk Cousins is not going there. <laughs> that, that, that came right out of my mouth, and I tried to take it back. That ain't happening. But, Because no. um, yeah, like, they I mean, have good weapons. I mean, yeah. McLaurin is solid. Dotson's solid. They have a good tight end. I can't think of his name right now. Um, and Brian Robinson is a good running back, usually. So. Yeah. I think this is going to shock you, so hold on to your seat here. But I think you put Daniel Jones on this team, I think they're better. And I think – I know, I know. I you said something it. positive about Daniel Jones. <laughs> well, I said the team beat. But I just say, he can take care of the ball better. Um and I think you have just honestly the way Saquon's running, it's not that much better than Brian Robinson, and they have better receivers and a better tight end. I well, Waller and Logan Thomas are probably equal, but still, like I, I feel like overall Washington is a good team. They just need a good quarterback. Yeah, but if it's not working, you got these kind of all depends on the contracts line up. You got to dump people. You got to get picks. You got to. It's all about timing. Everything's about timing. You can, you can build a – the Jets are a perfect example of, like, you build this amazing team and you just don't have a quarterback. Yeah. You know, and if you had one, which you did, and then towards Achilles, like, you're you're an, you're an automatic Super Bowl contender. And they just don't have it, so. Yeah. Especially with new ownership. Like, they probably want to do everything they can to make the team win as soon as possible. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I couldn't agree more. Um, but, yeah. Ugly game either way. It just wasn't fun. Yep. All right. I have Baltimore Lions next. Speaking of ugly game. Yeah. I I literally specifically, so like when I, Western the Titans and Bengals are playing, I'm like, all right, what do I want to watch? And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to watch this. This will be a shootout. Like, this will be a fun game to watch. And I, I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, it was it was so bad. Uh, on the Lions half, the, the Ravens, Lamar went what we thought he was normally going to do. I mean, this is this is a Lamar I expect. Now, maybe I don't expect him to throw for 360 yards, but this type of, like, the rushing was great. He was smart with it. He didn't turn the ball over. Like, if this Lamar shows up every week, you're not beating the Ravens. No. Oh, it's MVP Lamar. I mean, yes. it's who he was a couple of years ago. Like, that was just sheer dominance by him. And mm-hmm. – picked apart a Detroit Lions defense and a team that had been playing really well and especially playing well on the road. And Lamar made them look like a JV team. Like, it was crazy. Yes, and it didn't help. Like, yeah, the offense is good, but typically the Lions can go toe-to-toe with anybody. You know, Mm -hmm. they can good enough defense. They can hold teams, you know, make stops. And they have a good enough offense. They can put up 30 points. I mean, it was just golf throws 53 times. And the funny thing is, like – he didn't have – the completed percentage wasn't bad. Like, through one interception, not great, but that's not awful. It's like they just couldn't put it – it was like they were they couldn't put it all together on a drive. Yep. It was three passes here, punt, 
three-run pass punt, like, and then just couldn't do it all together is what it felt like. Yeah. I mean, we were talking about them as the second-best team in the NFC last week, yeah. and they – I mean, Baltimore made a statement. That's really all it is. I mean, yeah. Lamar had almost a perfect passer rating. He had a 95 QBR, which is out of 100. Like, he was – he just dismantled them. And I'm sure Dan Campbell is chewing up those guys in the locker room. And they're whoever they're playing next week is probably in for a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, Dan can't no, – they're not coming out of there without getting screamed at and fired up. They're, they're going to beat the crap out of whoever they play next week. Yeah, or it's funny and it's a buy, and they don't play anybody. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, so this this game, I don't know. What to, I don't know what to do with Chicago Bears. So the Bears win the Bears Raiders thirty to twelve. First off, how is Brian Hoyer even still in the league? He's not even know. backup quarterback. Yeah, I don't know why they started him. Do you remember the wild year where Cleveland thought Hoyer was the quarterback answer and they started him? Yeah. <laughs> what the frick, man? Like, that doesn't even make sense. But, I mean, the Bears look – I I, I hate saying this. I really, really do. But their quarterback looked better than Fields. I mean, he took care of the ball. He, he didn't turn it over. Like, his pers- – Completed percentage was great. Like, this is a D2 quarterback playing against a good Raiders defense. Mm-hmm. And he he was just smart. I mean, if anything, it shows you that at least you have a good team around you to where if you just play smart, you can win games. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Devontae Foreman was great. And oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah, like you said, agent was awesome. And it's – I feel like the Chicago management, like not the fans, not the coach, they've been trying to find a way to get rid of fields. And this game is just an opportunity to be like, okay, maybe we don't need fields and they can trade him or they can, you know, do whatever because their backup is okay. And then if they just want to tank for Caleb Williams, like if they trade fields and then they want to tank, for Caleb Williams, they can do that. Like, they have an excuse to be like, well, we're running this quarterback out here who we've had success with. Yeah. Yeah, you won a game. I mean, you have two wins. This guy's undefeated. He's the first Bears quarterback to start and win their fir- first game since 2004. Jeez. And I know the Bears have had a lot of starting quarterbacks. We're talking – That's those are the Cutler years, mm-hmm. I think. they like, mm-hmm. isn't it – yeah, because Tebow was like 2000. I don't know. I'm getting yeah, older. It was late 2000s. Okay. That's why I was like, I know. I mean, I know they've had probably like eight starting quarterbacks since then. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, yeah. Comes out, he wins one game. Fields plays six games all year, wins one. He comes out, plays one game, wins. Yeah. Did, did you hear who his dad is? No. So, his dad, I don't know his first name. It's Bajan or something. But he is like a 17-time – world champ at arm wrestling. What? Yeah. There was like a story that came out when I don't know if this the the kid was at the senior bowl this past year and his dad was there and so there was some guy from NFL Network or whatever who was talking to him and the guy acts like a wrestler. 
you know, like just super charismatic and whatever. And ended up challenging this, or the reporter challenged him to an arm wrestle. Oh my God. Obviously the guy lost, but like just what an odd profession, I guess. And yeah. Now, now your son is winning football games in the NFL. Like something there, some sort of genetics that this guy's good or big and strong or something. I mean, there's something there for sure. Yeah. Um, that's that's so that is weird. But remind me by the end of this when we're done after these games. The last thing I want to talk about is Caleb freaking Williams on this podcast. Okay. I got a lot. I got a lot to say about that man. Okay. But yeah, big win by the Bears. I mean, good for them. Even though. If I'm them, you realize if they keep losing, they get the first and second picked. Right. That's what it was. You remember the scene from Jurassic Park where the kids are in the kitchen and they're trying to hide from the Velociraptor? And, like, uh, the Velociraptor, like, peeks through the window, like... Oh, like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. So they put Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr.'s face on the kids and they put <laughs> his logo on the raptor. <laughs> the bear like comes to the window like, <laughs> oh, I thought that was really funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they lose, they get if they lose a bunch, they get the first top two picks. I mean, that's crazy. Because you, if you if Fields is your guy, and no one knows Fields is your guy because it's iffy, you can literally trade that first pick, let someone jump you for three more first round picks, then take the second pick, and you could just load up on whatever you want. Exactly. So it, it'll be an interesting situation for them. So, um, all right. I have Atlanta, Tampa next. This was a fun game. It was a good game. I, oh, my thing's fun. I agree completely. Um, it was a very good game. Uh, Ritter played well, had a rushing touchdown. Uh, I don't understand why Bijan didn't play. Apparently, I saw that uh, he had some headaches going on. I was going to read this to you. So... Adam yep. Schefter posted this because Bijan had one carry for three yards. That's yeah. it. The NFL is investigating the Atlanta Falcons about compliance as far as injury reports go uh, uh, to see if they knew that Bijan wasn't physically well. And if they did, why it wasn't reported. Yeah, because you think – after one hit, if it wasn't like a stop the game, someone's injured, you would have thought he'd be fine. But yet he runs the ball, comes out, and that's it. Unless he was like, hey, I got a headache, which doesn't seem like a young, hungry kid would be like, yeah, I got a headache. Right. Right. Like, I, you have to pull me out of the game. Like, I'd be like, no, I'm good. Like, you'd have to have a doctor tell me. I'd go full right. Jamal somebody. They try to tell me to leave the game. Yeah. I remember, um, so Terrell Davis was a running back for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Elway was there. And he had chronic migraines. And so when he was a rookie, he basically had to play through it to prove that he could, like, that he deserved to play, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he gets later into his career, and they had that their first uh, Super Bowl win was against Packers, and he had to come out because of a migraine. And so then the following year, like he wanted to really, cause they went to the Super Bowl back to back and he really wanted to make sure that he could play. And so it was a huge focus on being as healthy as possible and not having as many, you know, stressors and everything. 
mm-hmm. and he was able to play in the Super Bowl, and he I think he won the MVP that year in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it really shortened his career, but everybody knew about it. Uh, yeah. Where like I don't think Bijan has a history of anything like that. So it's just an odd thing. Now with the media coverage nowadays, we would have heard about that. Mm-hmm. Pretty you know, if, if there was an issue. Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, with this game, like Ritter did enough, but he did have three fumbles. I, I saw that. Yeah. Uh. So like I want him to do well. I really want him to do well. But Atlanta, I kind of feel like Atlanta won this game in spite of him. Um, and yeah. Then, like, they have a really good team. And you have Taylor Heineke sitting there. And you know he can win games. Yeah, and they're in win-now mode. They're they're in this NFC South. Like, they they are – it might not be pretty, but they're they're winning and they are in it. So you know, it, it is a big decision to make. It's I mean Ritter's winning, but it's not. It's not, not pretty. It's winning, and they're you know they're in first place. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting to see for sure. You know what they do because they got a mojo, they got you know momentum and stuff. But can they, can can Ritter hold off Heineke? Yeah. Huh? What do you think about Baker? Like, what's going on with him? I mean, he's he's Baker Mayfield. He. He's fun to watch, and he just had turnover. He had turnover. I mean, it wasn't awful. Um, I mean, his yards were two seventy five. Uh, his throwing could have been. I mean, he was you know sixty percent pat completion. He had a dime to Evans. You see that thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, gorgeous throw. Um, I, I think he has flashes of talent. I also believe that besides Mike Evans, I think the Tampa Bay offense is kind of washed up. Um, I think Chris Godwin tore his ACL. He's never recovered. Um, he, ne- he was never that dual threat, like that threat. Like him and Evans were just when Brady was there. It was just I remember my cousin Brandon. He he had Brady, Evans, and Godwin on his team. And I was like, that was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. And he he got so many points because they were just unstoppable. And I just feel like they're even Evans is like thirty. I mean, their their offense is just aged. Yeah, Tom Brady used them and threw them away, and now they're just kind of there. So, so you don't think Tampa's going to bounce back? Like no, I think, I think they have a shot at it. I mean, Baker's a capable quarterback. And if you're trying to – there's no part of me that's going to convince myself saying Baker can't outduel Ritter 10 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm this time, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, I, I would put money on Baker before I put it on Ritter. Matter of fact, I put it on Baker before I put it on Carr, just based on what I'm seeing. Actually, matter of, the best quarterback in the freaking division is probably Bryce Young. Except he can't win a damn football game because his defense sucks. Yeah, like I mean that's the truth. You you put if you put Bryce Young on Tampa or uh, Atlanta, especially Atlanta, eh, it's gonna be pretty dangerous. Because mm-hmm. uh, you have Woy, but I mean with Adam Thielen, I love. But if he's your best weapon, no, right, right, no way, man. Um, I mean, big one again. I'm, I'm curious, like the NFC South, even though this is a little or AFC South, this is a little closer. But I'm curious to see how this thing ends up. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all right. So I got Steelers, Rams. God, I hate the Steelers so much. Um, yeah, so I really Steelers, thought the Rams would pull this out. So did I. You know, it, yeah. So Ram, or Steelers win twenty four seventeen. The Steelers do nothing. The like, I felt like the entire first half. 
and then blow up for 21 points in the second half and just make a just a huge comeback. Pickett has a decent day. Stafford looks like Stafford, and he's throwing less than 50%. Oh, the interception. Can we talk about Nakua for a second? Oh, my gosh. I, this is, I mean, this has got to be – I thought my best free agency pickup ever was Devontae Foreman. Uh, no. Deontay Foreman, Deontay Foreman, yeah. Uh, not Foreman, Freeman. Deontay Freeman for Atlanta when they made the Super Bowl run. Super Bowl run. Mm-hmm. I picked up Nakua after week one because I needed another receiver because uh, I just didn't have anyone, and he's been my starter ever since. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's averaging like 21 points a game. Right. And he, like, I didn't think he was a big guy, but he made some, like, that catch he had along the sideline over two guys, like, yeah. ridiculous. Like he, I would, I would not have guessed that one of the best wide receiver tandems in the league is like a six foot white guy and then a, a six foot two Hawaiian guy. Or, yeah, I know. You just don't. I mean, besides like Mariota, and I feel like there's been some big like defensive tackles like Domata Peko and stuff. Like you don't mm-hmm. see a lot of like Hawaiians and or um, like or uh, uh, you know, wide receivers or Caucasian receivers really succeeding in the league it's just not a it's not a norm you know so it, it is kind of fun to see that honestly see that actually that yeah, that, yeah. so but yeah i mean the, the steelers come back win this game they're four and two they're one game behind the ravens i i don't understand it because Najee harris is not good pickett is not blowing anyone away it's this damn defense mm-hmm. they just contain these I, I don't i don't get it I mean, I, I, it's it's one of those things. This is why I love football, though, because it's not baseball. There's no stacked teams. Like, there are, but a lot of that was from hard work and draft picks. Like, you, you have these teams like the Jets and the Steelers. If you just – or even the Redskins or the Commanders, like, if you just put one more piece in there, if you put Rodgers in for, instead of Pickett, what happens? Mm-hmm. It, you, you make a Super Bowl run. Like, it's just – Everyone's so it's so close, one piece away from being successful. Except it's hard to get that piece because the way they've made the balance in the NFL, and that's why I love football so much. Right, right. Like, got to play with what it was in your limits because you have limits, and you have to be smart about your future. And I, I, it's so interesting. It's always interesting. Yeah, I mean that's why it's so good week to week. Like you have the Eagles and the Forty ers who looked unbeatable, and then mm-hmm. they both lose the same week and. Then this week the Buffalo Bills looked awful and Detroit looked awful and there's just so much parity within the league that you get these games where like the Rams have like Nakua comes out of nowhere, but you have Stafford and Cup. They yep. have they're on like their third or fourth string running back and they that guy ran well and you have Aaron Donald on defense, but who else do you have but their defense is playing well? Like that's why this league is the best. It is, yeah, and the steel and the Rams, you know, they they sold out. They got Stafford, and they got Super Bowl went out of it. But now you're seeing some of the effects of that. Yep. Is it same thing with like Denver? It's the same thing with Cleveland. Like Cleveland's good, but man, if they had a first rounder this year, it, there's so many things that could happen. You know, it's just it, it's it's I love it. I love football. Yeah, yeah, big win for the Steelers. It, and again, no one really Nakua stood out. But otherwise, and Pickens had a good game too. It's just the Steelers are just a very I hate I hate and respect Mike Tomlin so much. Mm-hmm. He just wins. He just freaking wins. 
I mean, how do you go from Bill Cower to freaking Mike Tomlin? Right. That's like Favre to Rodgers. It's just not fair. And like the AFC North, like the Bengals are in last place and they're 500. Yeah. That's a tough, tough, tough division. Yeah. And we're going to have to go. We're going to, we're all going to the uh, uh, Steelers Bengals game uh, Sunday after Thanksgiving. Actually, Tom and them are coming up. So that'll be, that'll be a game. That'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so I have Arizona, Seattle. Cool. So this was um, so Seattle wins twenty to ten, which was expected. Um, Metcalf's out, and I think uh, yeah, I, I'm not Smith and Jigba got a touchdown, which it was like a huge, like, wide open down the middle of the field mm-hmm. touchdown. Um, and you know, and like Josh Dobbs had a twenty five yard run, which was great, but otherwise the Cardinals offense was pretty much just completely stagnant. Um, and you know, that's that Seattle defense is they're legit, they they're very good at what they do. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, Seattle had a few turnovers and like they put their defense in a bad position, but they held up like mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying. Like Arizona, they kept pace, but Seattle, like this is going to happen a lot with Arizona where they play really hard. But they just don't have a lot of talent. Whereas Seattle, like Geno Smith came through, Walker came through, Lockett had some good catches. And then you have a rookie and Smith and Jigba who played well too. So like they just have too much talent for Arizona to keep up. Yeah, exactly. And this is one of the teams on the other on the other uh, side of the other side of the coin. What the hell I'm trying to say? Uh, where they they traded away their quarterback, got all those picks from Denver, and now look what they're doing with them. You know, and so it's just the other side of, you know, we were betting on we're making the right decision and this is going to benefit us, which ironically enough, I feel like the Cardinals are in a Seattle, how Seattle was uh, two years ago, where I think the writing's on the wall for Murray. And I'm sure as an owner and a general manager, you don't want to admit it, but you're like, now is the time to trade him because mm-hmm. you're going to get something back if you just, you don't want to trade a bunch of picks away and try to trade. You don't have the talent to win with anybody right now. You need, you've got to get more picks to help. So I, I think that's Cardinals are at least they're having fun. They're putting, they're, they're staying in games, but they're going to get a really high draft pick and play, play their cards, right. Potentially another first round pick if they would just deal Murray. Yeah. I saw something yesterday or the other day, whatever it was where the owner wants and I think the coach probably want to see Murray play this year, which I get like he hasn't played in over a year. And I think if he is there, then you're selling more tickets and all that stuff. But ultimately it feels like he is auditioning for his next team whenever he yep. comes back. Yep. Oh yeah. You you want to get him to play two games. Hope he does pretty well. And you look at the Giants and they're like, oh, we need somebody. The Titans, we need somebody. You know, even the Broncos, like, we got to have somebody. Like, and Russ ain't it, you know, or Tannehill ain't it. Like, we got to do something. You know, they might not get a ton out of him, but maybe a second or third rounder. Yeah. I'd give up a second. I'd give up a second round third rounder for Murray just to see if it would fit in with my offense. Yeah. He needs to be heavy offense where he can make throws and let his legs work for him, but doesn't need to throw a ball 40 times a game. Yeah. That's what he needs. Um, but it, Josh Jobs is also curving out. He'll be he'll make himself about six, seven million next year as a backup quarterback. 
Yeah. He, I mean, he's done all he needs to do. Yes. he. I would take him in a heartbeat. He played for the Titans last year. This guy was on a practice squad nine weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's incredible what he's done in this little amount of time. So, all right. Uh, oh, here we go, Tim. You go ahead. I'll let you do it. All right. Broncos, Packers. Yeah. So, Broncos get a win, which is kind of bittersweet at this point. <laughs> <laughs> they might as well at this point lose every game so they get a better graphic. But it was good to see uh, Russell bounce back. Like, he looked way better in this game than he did against the Chiefs. And the defense put it together. So it was a – I think it was the first time this year where the defense and the offense showed up in the same game. And they only put up 19 points, but that was all they needed. And so you had Russ making good decisions. Javante Williams had a good game, making some runs. Like, and their defense sir, – uh, not Sertan. Locke had a pick in the end on Love that ended the game. But, like, they held Green Bay. It wasn't until the second half when Green Bay was actually scoring and making it interesting. So, um, it was a – it seemed like a preview of what the team could be. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they're going to reach that this year. And since they're not, you probably start trading pieces away. But – like, this is what the team could be moving forward. Yeah, I, I would assume, I think what's going to happen, and I'm kind of glad, I hope I'm right here. I don't think they're going to deal anybody this week. I think they play the Chiefs Sunday. And I think if they beat the Chiefs, maybe it keeps the, the, the team together for a little bit longer. Or they don't, and then they go a fire sale. Because I think the cutoff is what, next, not this Thursday, but the following Thursday? Yeah, I, think I think that's it's a- Halloween or something. Is it? Oh, so it's, it might be Tuesday. Yeah. So it's, I'd be curious because if they win, if they win, they go three and five. And may, maybe they keep them together. I don't know. Um, plus, if I'm anybody, I don't want Russell right now because it's not going to do me any damn good. Um, I mean, like the, Car- the Cardinals aren't going to take him. The Titans aren't going to take him. The Giants aren't going to take him. I, I don't, who else would, t- I mean, the Buccaneers, I don't think are going to take them. Like, I don't know who else you want. Actually, the Buccaneers could take them. They actually might win the division because, I mean, he's probably a, maybe a little better than Baker if he's playing like this, mm-hmm. uh, but way more expensive. So, right. Um, right. I just don't know. I, I think you have to wait for an offseason. I think you have to wait for the, the free agency to go. I think Russell will be a draft trade probably. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, again, big win for the Broncos. And the Packers, you know, are quietly kind of just going away. Um, they started out really hot. Jordan Love had a hot hand. Granted, he needs some time under him. But again, he's one of those quarterbacks that started out really hot and is slowly dropping off. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns, not bad. 180 yards. Eh. Uh, but it's just the offense is not explosive. He just, it, whatever he was doing in the first like three games, he needs to just get back to that because um, they were playing really, really well. So um, on a positive note, though, you and I and your friends will be there next Sunday to watch the Broncos and the Chiefs. So maybe Break the streak. Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to get a streak going. I mean, if that play, if they beat the Chiefs, that place is going to blow up. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to go. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, but to touch on what you're saying about Jordan Love, like he started out so well. And I think everybody was like, well, here go the Packers again, getting yep. – 
their their franchise quarterback and not ha- not missing a beat. And that's just a lot of pressure to put on him. Mm-hmm. Cuz he's still a young guy. Like he hasn't played in 2 or 3 years basically and um the kind of odd thing to me like obviously as he plays you get more tape and that helps defensive coordinators game plan for him better. But he also got his weapons back. Like Christian Watson's back. Dobbs has been playing well. Like he doesn't have, he didn't have Aaron Jones, but AJ Dillon is a solid backup. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's just an adjustment period, like you said. Like he's not Aaron Rodgers yet. We don't know if he will be. He's not Brett Favre yet. We don't know if he will be. Like he's just got to learn and play. And they probably wanted him to be Rodgers immediately just because that's the nature of the world we live in at this point. But, yep. you know, they're going to be some growing pains. That's normal Green Bay. <laughs> yeah. If you go 500 with Jordan Love as your quarterback your first year, I call that a win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's what it seems like to me at least. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, again, good, big win for the Broncos. I mean, if you're going to go on some run, now's the time to do it. Uh, but yeah. I think – is just you know they're not supposed to win this year. They have a lot of holes. They don't have. They're not a full team, you know. But luckily, Jordan loves under contract. You have your quarterback that you can probably win with. Now's the build time of you know they got picks for Rodgers, which is great. So they're going to have more picks next year. They're going to be able to load up. So I think next year you're going to see Green Bay really take the next step. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, all right. So the next game I have are the Chiefs and the Chargers. So Chiefs win 31-17. to 17. Uh, Don't look now, but the Broncos and the Chargers basically have the same record. Right. Which is, I mean, really, I mean, really differs one game out of second place. I mean, <laughs> right there. I mean, um, it, it, it's close. But the Chiefs, I mean, you, you, you know, you want this game to be good. You think this game is going to be good. And it was at first. Yep. And then it's just it's just never – after – once Mahomes put up 21 in the second quarter, he's never looked back. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had an amazing day. Kelsey with his boo in the stands. You know, Mahomes goes, what, four touchdowns, 424 yards. Kelsey has 12 catches for 179 yards and a touchdown. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I don't understand. You see how many rushing yards? The, the leading rusher for the Chiefs, Pacheco, and he had 32 yards. Jeez. They were up, Tim. They were up. How how is that possible? Like, <laughs> how did you not run the ball more and get more yards out of this? Right. It doesn't even like, make sense. They like this Bye. was such a fun game in the first half. Like mm-hmm. they were going back and forth, and so it was tw- what twenty four seventeen at halftime. Yep. And then the Chiefs' defense did not allow another point. And, like, the Chargers' offense is supposed to be this potent offense. And I feel like I've said that a lot this year, and they just haven't done it. And Eckler's been hurt, and they lost Mike Williams, and I get that. But Keenan Allen is having one of the best years of his career. You still have Justin Herbert. Like, how do you not put up any points in the second half? I think it might be high time to say – Herbert might be slightly overrated, and and maybe it's maybe it's the coaching, maybe it's the I, I don't know, but 
Staley's not going to survive the year. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you are down there with, and I don't mean this offensively, with the with the Broncos right now, where like, and they're I feel like they're a dumpster fire just because they do this huge trade, they give up their whole future, and then Russell can't throw a fucking football to save his life. Oops, sorry. That's <laughs> you know he, he can't, you know, and mm-hmm. he. It's like, and then you you have all these talented receivers and running backs. You have the best defensive line on paper in the freaking NFL, and you can't you can't do anything. Yep, Staley ain't gonna last. Herbert will stay. It's time to get another receiver in there, and I did. I don't know what they need. I, I don't because they stopped the, the the whole second half. They stopped the Chiefs except for one touchdown. Which if I can go a whole half get the Chiefs is one touchdown, I'll take that. Uh, mm-hmm. Their offense just. Something's off, man. Something's off. Yeah, I saw a play where it was – I don't know if it was in the second half or at the end of the first half, but there was a Chiefs defensive lineman who was rushing but then just stopped and was basically just watching Herbert. And as soon as Herbert put his arm back to throw, the guy jumped up and just spiked the ball like a volleyball. Like he uh, just knew exactly where Herbert was going. And – not that that's like indicative of the whole game, but there is, there has to be a level of predictability for teams to shut them down like this. Yeah. And it, it could be the coaching. It could be Herbert. Like, you know, right now it's really looking like the dolphins are right in taking Tua. Yeah. Even though yeah, exactly. it's a while. And you can, the thing is like, you could, and everyone's bashing the dolphins. They play bad teams. It's not the Chargers have played like the Chiefs every week either. Like, you know, and the Dolphins are five and two and the Chiefs are the Chargers are two and four. Like there's there's something you you can blame the schedule all day, but I think the coaching's off. Maybe the scheme for Herbert's being used incorrectly. I don't know. I, I, I'm not my my knowledge does not go that far, but something just it's something's off. And it's been off for the last three years. Ever since Herbert got there, the numbers stats are there. They win a good amount of games, they just cannot get over the hump. Yeah, yeah. You know, the it's last year's curse. What was that? It's that Chargers curse. I'm telling you, man, it's real. What was it last year? Two years ago, they played for the tie, and the Raiders ended up beating them. Going to was that two years ago? That was two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What's going? Like, what does Goth go to the playoffs? Like, man, not on my watch. <laughs> and the Raiders end up taking the. Oh my gosh, I remember. I just remember that. But yeah. real quick on Kelsey, I don't know if you saw this on games where Taylor Swift is in attendance. He is averaging like 103 receiving yards versus 46 or 48 when she's not there. Do you I wonder how much that throws off the gambling? <laughs> because like betting on Kelsey, mm-hmm. oh she's not going to be there. Or like, do, what, what if I don't know she's? I don't know if she's going to be there. You know, yeah. and all like, she's not there, and I'm, I put a hundred bucks on Kelsey to get 100 yards. I'm screwed. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't. That is weird. It's just, I mean, I'm glad it seems like at least they've kind of gotten away from the showing her constantly. And I like Taylor Swift. It's not bad. It's just like, come on, man. I just want to watch football. Like, I'm glad you're there. It's nice. That's a fun story. I think it's great. I like Travis Kelsey. He's, he's pretty funny. Like, just let's just, let's get on with the game. Mm-hmm. Like, she seems nice. That's great. She's going to write a song for 20 years. It's going to be wonderful. Get back so, in there, motto. The exact <laughs> about Mahomes and my hot, what? What about my, Kelsey and Kelsey? How much you can save by bundling home and auto? 
Mahomes, Mahato, let's go. <laughs> you tell. <laughs> oh, man, I love that. Uh-huh. All right. So this is a – I watched part of this, and then my old butt went to bed. But Eagles, Dolphins, uh, Eagles 31, Dolphins 17. Um, the, the big takeaway I have from this is, A, the Dolphins just are the Dolphins. They have a good offense. They're going to be fine. But, you know, the narrative is they can't be good teams. And so far, the two teams they've lost to were the Bills and the Eagles. And the five teams they've beaten have awful, awful records. Yep. So it, I, I don't know. Is it? Is it just? I, I don't know why they're doing it. I, it doesn't make it like one game they can put up seventy, and the next game they only put up seventeen. And the Eagles have a good defense, but still, you know, like yeah. really. I mean, and the the crazy thing to me. So Jalen Hurts threw a pick six. So. Miami's offense only really got 10 points yep. after putting up 70 against Denver and mm-hmm. like putting up 42 against Carolina after going down 14 zip early. Like they, I, I don't know what it is. Like Waddle was in and out. Like he was dealing with some back issues and stuff. Uh, but I really think like Philly's defensive line kind of controlled the game. Like, yeah. There was a at one point Moster had like negative eight yards on four carries or something like that. Like they, I think that's what it is. Like you get pressure onto a, he is probably more aware of being hit based on what happened last year. And so if you get close to him, he's kind of just going to go down. He's not going to try to run it and put himself at risk. And that's kind of what Philly did. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, he they went to the half down just, like, just a few. They had, he put a dime on Tyreek Hill in the end zone. Yep. You know, they were down. What was it? Uh, Ten to seventeen. Right? That's a close game, and then you you just blow it in the second half. Basically, I mean, really, you only lose it by fourteen. That's two scores. It's a lot, but it's not. You know, that's it, it is and it isn't. Um, I don't want to overreact to this, but yeah, I'll be excited to see when they actually have a you know good team to go up against and they beat them. Mm-hmm. How about so, AJ Brown, though? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you no, know, honestly, we trade him. He's got like 125 yards every game for the last six games. We just trade Kevin Byard. Yep. You guys all saw that. Titans trade Kevin Byard for Edmonds, another younger safety for less money, and a fifth and sixth round pick. That's nothing, dude. Byard is a all pro safety. And mm-hmm. he. Still in his prime, still playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. And I and but I did see on another note, on the same note on AJ Brown, I'll circle back. The Titans are going to have ninety nine million dollars in cap space next year. Holy cow! Buy a team because Tannehill's contract's gone. You have two young quarterbacks, second, and third rounds, no big contracts, no big receivers. Derrick Henry's probably going to be gone, and you really, really are only paying uh, Jeffrey Simmons. That's crazy. That's it. Yeah, 99 million. We're going to go buy a team. Um, if Levis is the answer, we're going to put a team around him. Anyway, I love A.J. Brown. I'm so happy he's doing this well. He had he was fun for three years with my team, the Titans. He's so good. <laughs> he and, just, go ahead. And they signed Julio. Like, Which I don't even think that's even important. I just not, but like they're just adding more pieces, and they're already really good. Yeah, but why? Yeah, why not? I get, hey, Julio, I'll give you two million dollars to come play for us. Okay, 
he'll mm. make that in jersey sales. You mm. know what I mean? Like people are gonna buy some Julio Jones jerseys. This is gonna happen. He's a Hall of Fame receiver. Yep. I want. I still might buy one for uh, the Titans. Just an old one just to have it because they're on discount. But that's neither here nor. That's how they're gonna cover that ninety-nine million dollar salary cap. Exactly. That's <laughs> all the kid. So while we're waiting for the Monday night game, then do you want to talk about Caleb Williams? Yeah, I'll do that. So okay. Caleb Williams, I have very, very bad. I'm telling you right now, very bad Mariota vibes from this guy. And let me explain, not because he, it, 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 let me explain. So basically, in my opinion, I think the college games do matter. I, I, I think it's very important that they win. I think it's important they win the games they're supposed to. I think college is a different environment than the NFL, but at the same time, it's just as important. He sucks. All right. Like he just does. Like he's lost two games in a row. He's not. I it is burning in my head when Mariota got this butt kicked in 2014 from Ohio State. I was like, that is not a good quarterback. He got an actual defense and he crumbled immediately. And I was happy when we got him because you know, we had when I was a franchise quarterback and I'm excited. And then he just he craps the bed for three, four years. That's just what he did. He was mediocre at best. And Caleb Williams, he, this guy comes out, demands a uh, – you see he's demanding for ownership of the team that drafts him? Yes. What? what? You're not that good. And then you go and lose two games in a row in college football. That's unheard of for the top prospect to ever come out of college football. I've also heard that he has threatened to stay depending on what team gets the number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, that's the guy I want leading my franchise. Yeah. Because that's that's Mahomes' attitude. That's Herbert's attitude. That's Burroughs' attitude. Absolutely. You know, like, it It just – it honestly pisses me off. Now, granted, for the kid, good idea. Someone's going to take you. Someone's going to give you the money. Someone's going to give you the ownership. And you're going to make a lot of money when you're older. It's going to be great. Like, I get it. I get the business side of it. I just – I don't want that – I don't want that guy on my team. I don't. So, if Tennessee had the number one pick, you would not want them to take him? Not if he's acting like that? No. No, so I want to – I've gone 20 years out of franchise quarterback. I can go another 20, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll survive. I just – he had oh, – he has Carson Wentz energy all over him. <laughs> it's that same whiny, I deserve this, I'm so special. And the winners don't talk like that. Winners don't act like that. Mahomes, none of the top ten quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins is a good example. He is a great quarterback. He has great stats. He wins football games, and he's just he. he I just it's I don't want someone like Caleb Williams with that mindset on my team. It's a Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's the exact same way. I need to watch film. I'm Kyler freaking Murray. I do whatever I want. Guess what? You're not going to be playing for that team next year. You're getting traded away. Anyway, that's. I, I can't. I can't, man. If, if he did that before the two losses, I was like, cool. And then he got his butt kicked twice, and I'm like, yeah, that's out the window, man. Like, you you should be in the college playoff if you're that talented. Yeah. So who do you think is the number one quarterback then? Oh, Caleb Williams. He's the number one all-around talent. He's the number one. I just don't 
see the dominance. I just, I don't. I, I think, I still think he's a number one. I still, I, I 100% believe he will go number one overall. But the top prospects, it's like, I think they, I don't know, it was Trevor, I forget who they said it was, or Andrew Luck. I'm like, I don't, I don't see it. I, I just don't. I'm not a college scout. I don't make money doing any of this stuff. It's just my opinion. You just get that kind of gut reaction. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Gut feeling about somebody. And I get it. About, I, just, I don't like it. Yeah, I remember them. I remember seeing something that said if he were to go in either the the draft with Trevor Lawrence or the draft with Joe Burrow, he would have been taken number one over both of them. Oh, that's cool. Why didn't he go? Well, he wasn't playing then. But that's yeah. he could have gone last year and he didn't. Couldn't he? Or no, he was a sophomore last year. I know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he wouldn't have. He just wouldn't have. I, Burrow broke the passing touchdown record in college football and won a national championship. No, he's not going above Joe Burrow. And NFL scouts love to react on the final two games of the season. It's like if you have two – Jamarcus Russell, that name ring a bell, you have two good games at the end of the season, and it's just this guy's a stud. We got to have him. And it's like they overreact. RG3, same thing. He was fun to watch. He had a really good bowl game, and he got drafted to overall, destroyed the Commanders franchise. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, Anthony Richardson kind of fits into that profile where he looked really good at the end of the year with Florida, and his draft stock just, like, skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. And now he's hurt for the season because he can't stay healthy. And so, like, you have these guys that are just kind of freak athletes and they, they get the buzz and everything. So, as an owner, you're like, well, they're going to sell tickets and maybe they work out, maybe they don't, but I have to take them, right? Yeah, I would have taken Richardson 10 times out of 10 where they took him. I mean, the talent was there. He displayed accuracy, kind of gave me some Lamar Jackson vibes in college. Um, played for a bigger school, so a little more prime time, so you got to see it. But uh, I still take Richardson. I think he's going to be good. Part of the, his problem was he was running. The other mm -hmm. part was his offensive line. Um, this happened the same thing with Andrew Luck. Nothing has changed. They are prioritizing the big players over the linemen. And you're probably going to see the fans – we kind of have LeBur went towards ACL, and Ur I think you're going to see Ursay invest about $60, 70000000 million on offensive line. He's going to go out and buy an offensive line, basically. Um, he needs to. Because Richardson, in the time he's been in, has been really good. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a good he's, – he's smart. He takes care of the ball. Like, he's a good quarterback. I think he's just going to get better. Um, but, yeah, Richardson has a good attitude, though. I, I like Richardson because he's not a whiny little Caleb Williams. We're going to say Caleb Williams. Uh, <laughs> He's just not. So I just don't like Caleb. I don't. I something is off about it. I don't like it. And I'll I'll eat I mean, three years I'll eat crow and say I was wrong. But mm -hmm. I don't I don't think I didn't like Kyler Murray coming out. I don't like Caleb Williams. No. So to be fair though, I like Baker Mayfield coming out. I like <laughs> I, I liked him over Sam Darnold and I called that one, but Yeah. And Josh Rosen. I did say it, but and now Allen should have gone above Baker, but you know. He's playing for what, like uh, Buffalo? Not Buffalo. Where did he play? He played some small school in college. But I thought Baker was number one that draft. And really, Lamar should have been above him and Josh Allen should have been above him, but still. Yeah. I mean, Baker Baker is like a I don't care 
quarterback. Like, I just don't give a shit, you know? Yeah. But he cares about the team, you know? Yes. Yeah. Like, that's the difference. Like, you can say whatever you want about him, and he will he will not care. But he fights for the team, and it doesn't matter that he's been on four different teams in the last two years. He's yeah. dedicated to whatever team he's on. He just enjoys what he does. And, yeah, he's dedicated to them. And, you know, I, I think the drafting of – like, Caleb Williams demands all this stuff. It's like, so Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson – when I say Geno Smith, kind of like even Tannehill, like you have all these quarterbacks that were like throwaways, and these Purdy was the Mister Irrelevant. Like Geno was thrown away, Russell was an afterthought in the third round when he got. You have all these quarterbacks that show, in Kirk Cousins, like you show that you don't have to. They're going to be a top pick to win. Even Andy Dalton, for God's sakes, he had an eight-year run with the Bengals that was amazing. Yeah. Like they fell apart in the playoffs, but damn, they won twelve games a year. Yep. Like, it, you don't, it doesn't have to be Caleb Williams. There's other ways to go about this, you know, and maybe it's not ideal, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I just, if I'm the top pick, if I'm Chicago, I am not, I'm trading that pick for three more first round picks. And sticking with Fields? Yes. I am. Because guess what? If he's that bad, he's going to be bad again. <laughs> you're gonna, and you're going to have three more first-round picks now. So you're going to have four first-round picks for the not the next year, for the next two years. Like, you at that point, you're like, okay, feels this is it. Like, you are done after this season. I don't care who I bring in, but you're gone. And maybe you deal with the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And you get a third-round pick. So now you get four first-round picks, a third-round pick, you can go get the quarterback you want. This is starting to sound more and more like Madden. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh Update, the Niners, or the Vikings just kicked a field goal, I believe. And shanked it. And shanked it. Mm-hmm. Could have gone up by eight, and they didn't. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be intense, oh. but. Yeah, so, but yeah, they, go ahead. I was just going to say, since we're on quarterbacks, did you see Rodgers throwing the ball on the field? No, I just. I, he should not come back from his Achilles this year. It is a terrible he's, idea. He's trying. I know he is, and the hustle is there, and I, I'm sure it's appreciated. But at the same time, he just – he's 39. You re-tear that, or you – it's still not healed, and you tear your, you know, any sort of other muscle in your leg because your body's trying to compensate. It's just not going to be – it's not good. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I mean, it would it be an amazing story if Zach Wilson can hold the fort down long enough to get a wild card? And then Rogers comes in and makes a run. That would be incredible. <laughs> right, right. Nothing short of incredible. Oh, um, Purdy just threw a pick. <sighs> did he? Dude. Did he? So my, I don't have YouTube TV on on my iPad, so all I can see is he spiked the ball. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't. There's no other update. Did the, did the Niners just lose two in a row? Yeah. Well, the Monday night game's over now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Purdy, what happened, man? They so had two interceptions. Yeah, they had three turnovers. And they had, it, it just showed a stat. They had three turn, turnovers tonight. They had three turnovers all of the season going into this game. 
I mean, they, the Vikings defense, so let's just, again, the stats aren't done, and I still don't even see the interception showing up. They're probably reviewing it, it's updating, but McCaffrey gets held to 45 yards rushing. Cousins almost throws 400. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the Vikings defense did a – this offense is potent, and, yeah, you're missing Debo, but, like, at the same time, like, they have good weapons still, and you held them. Yeah. I mean, good win. Right when you think Minnesota's out. They went two in a row. They went two in a row, and that, the three and four, and the Lions lose. That helps. All of a sudden, eh, two or three games back, they're, they're in it. You yep. go in and beat the Lions next time you play them, all of a sudden you're, you're in good shape. Yeah, and this is without Justin Jefferson. Like, that's the yeah. crazy thing. Well, you, and I texted you about it when it happened. You saw that catch by Addison. I mean, yeah. Davius Ward had the ball. So, Cousin underthrows this post route. Ward jumps the route. It's in his arms, and Addison just rips it out of his arms for a 60-yard touchdown. Nicole came down, like, 30 seconds later. I was like, you got to watch this. And I rewinded. <laughs> like, oh, I've never seen anyone do that. I'm like, neither have I. I've seen jump balls where, like, they come down with it, but never, like, give me that. <laughs> Take yeah. off running for a touchdown. Yeah, and that was at the end of the first half. Like, That's the difference here. Exactly. Exactly. Like, but they picked that off. I mean, they have time. Well, they didn't have, they wouldn't have much time, but maybe it's a pick six. I don't know. It just so many other things could have happened, but that's it. Vikings are three and four, and the Niners lose two in a row, and they have right. Cincinnati next week, a healthy Burrow. That's going to be okay. scary, though. Like, they're, they're, they've lost two in a row, and now they're – I mean, who knows what's going on with the 49ers. That's crazy. Two weeks ago, we're talking about. I couldn't even name a team that was going to beat them. Right. I didn't think I had the firepower, and then now you two. I think one in a row you bounce back from, like with a revenge game, like the Lions. But like a two and zero, that's like a we got to take a really good hard look at ourselves in the mirror and cry a little bit naked in the shower, and then then we're coming back for vengeance in like three weeks. (laughs) Right. That's well. That's just. And don't look now. But the two Super Bowl teams from last year at the top of the league. Oh, Eagles and Chiefs? Yeah, they're both 6-1. and one. Yeah, I thought they'd still be undefeated at this point. Because the Chiefs now, they lost week one with the Eagles, upset by the Jets, which is a whole other conversation. But um, we have big, big win by the Vikings. I love Kirk Cousins. I just, if you haven't watched Quarterback on Netflix, go watch it. If you don't love Cousins, now you will when that show is done. I mean, amazing. Man. Wild. I know, right? So, I mean, don't look – get it. So, Seattle's only one game back from the Niners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Rams are right there, too. This is why, like, you just keep play. You don't know what's going to happen. Any given Sunday. This is this is football. This is why football is amazing. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. And every team has their own path. Like, every team isn't the same. Like, it's not like, great quarterback. Great weapons on offense. Go like somebody like our defense is going like Jets. Our defense is going to win the game, and our quarterback's just not going to do something stupid. Great. Like the Titans usually go by fully running and a defense, and Tannehill makes a couple good throws. Like that's the goal. Bengals high flying offense, West Coast throw, throw, throw. I mean, it's just every team is different. Yep, that's why it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, we doing pickums? Yeah, let's do picks. Oh God! All right, here we go. How you feeling about it? Down four, not great, Tim. Not great. <laughs> uh, Purdy, oh my god, I just saw that pass. 
Yeah. That was horrific. What was he seeing? I don't know. Or no, that was no, that was his first interception. No, it was That's, the second. Well, the one the clip I just saw was Bynum um, doing the worm into the end zone from the yeah. interception. Yeah. Um all right. So I have Bucks and Bills on Thursday night. I, I'm going Bills just because they're they're winning every other game at this point anyway, so they're gonna win. Yeah, same. I mean they have to bounce back. And they usually do, and they're pretty angry about it. So, yeah, I'll go both. Yeah. Okay. Um, Falcons, Titans. I'm actually going to go Titans on this one. Um, Mike Vrabel is not going to let – they're not going to slide. You're going to see Web, Webis. <laughs> Levis or Malik back there, and I, I think the Titans defense is going to give the Falcons trouble. So, Titans. Is Tannehill out? He is. Uh, yeah, and they say he's doubtful for next week. Yeah. I don't know if he'll be back after the bye. Um, I'm going to Atlanta. I think uh, they won without Bijan, and who knows what he'll be like this coming week. But their defense is solid, and Tennessee's offense is just not that good this year. How dare you? Um, I, so, all right. So next, I have Bengals Niners. So I'm going to go Bengals on this. Um, the Niners just don't look like themselves, and I don't know why. Um, their defense gave up 22 to the Vikings. Their offense has struggled. McCaffrey's a beast, but the Bengals are a pretty decent defense, so their pass rush is good, so we'll see what Purdy does. Yeah, this one's tough now. Um, like you said, the Bengals' defense has been playing really well. They won that game that we were at. Mm-hmm. Um, that was- but I can't see San Francisco losing three in a row. That's so, fair. I'm going to go San Francisco. Okay. All right, Dolphins, Patriots, Dolphins. Same, Dolphins. Okay, they're not, Patriots aren't doing that twice in a row. Nope. Um, Jets, Giants, I'm going Jets. I'm also going Jets. I I think uh, Zach Wilson has been playing better, and that defense is just really good, whether it's Tyrod Taylor or Daniel Jones. Okay, all right. All right, this is this is a toughie. Uh, the next two are kind of tough, honestly. Uh, Jaguars and Steelers. So, I really both these teams show these flashes of incredible like playing, and then sometimes they can't move the ball to save their life. You know what? I'm going to go Jaguars only because I want them to win because the Titans aren't winning the division and I hate the Steelers. Yeah, I'm also going Jacksonville. I think their team is just more consistent right now. Like, they've played really well the last couple weeks. Okay. All right. Texans, Panthers. Um, I, I was leaning Panthers this entire conversation. I'm going Texans. Uh I think not only is Stroud going to win the rookie of the year, but that he's going to outduel uh, Bryce Young for it. Yeah. I mean, Houston's playing really well. I'm going Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm going Houston, too. Yeah. Like if the Jags lose and Houston wins, don't look now. They're one game back from first place. I mean, this is incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. All right. I have Rams, Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys. You sure? You seem hesitant about that. No, I'm confident. Okay. And I'm, I'm, am I confident? <laughs> oh, wait. Yes. No, I'm sticking with it. Yeah, I'm going Dallas as well. They okay. Their defense is really good, and I think they'll, they'll show up. Okay. 
Uh, Vikings, Packers. Uh, based on Monday night, I am going Vikings because they're on fire, and the Packers are like hot coals you want to cook a hot dog over, but that doesn't get hot enough right now. So that's that's what I think. Yeah, this one is much more interesting with Minnesota beating the 49ers. Um, I think I'm going to go Green Bay, though. I think uh, they'll figure out a way to stop Minnesota's offense because Je- I'm assuming Jefferson's still going to be out. I think he's still on IR. Yeah. Um, if, if, he, if he's back, they're in trouble, but yeah. I don't I, I don't know if it matters, honestly. So, um, All right, Saints, Colts. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. I think the Saints have a good defense, and I think they can put up points, and I don't think they're going to drop another one. Yeah, I mean, Minshew played well. Played well enough for Indy to win the game. But, yeah, I think that New Orleans is – their defense is really good, and Carr is getting more comfortable in that offense each week, I think. Yep. All right, Eagles commanders. Oh, I go, don't I? Oh, um, Eagles. <laughs> I thought you might pick Washington. You know, last year, I think I cooked. I didn't call. I didn't pick it, but I said they were going to beat the Eagles and upset them. I'm not doing that again this year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm also going Philly. They they look like the best team right now. Okay. All right. So Brown Seahawks. I'm going to go Seahawks. Yeah, I think this depends a lot on if Watson is able to play the whole game because their defense is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but they have so many injuries on the offensive side. Yeah, I think Seattle wins this. Okay. Uh, Ravens, Cardinals. Ravens. Yep, Baltimore. <laughs> All right. Do we both get a pass on the next one and both pick the Broncos? I mean, I'm picking the Broncos either way. I'm feeling it. You're really feeling it. Yeah, why not? All right, I'm going Chiefs then. <laughs> I need a win in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will be rooting for them for me to be wrong because that would be way more amazing than getting a win in there. So, I thought I should give you one, but yeah, I appreciate I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I feel like this could be the one. Maybe it's just because I'll be there and I want to see a win. But they have so many in a row. Like they have to win it eventually. That's the risk of um, going to a Chiefs game when you're not a Chiefs fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like um, so Bears Chargers. So I really don't. I really want to pick the Bears here, just because I think the Chargers suck. But the logic, logically speaking, the Chargers are better than the Bears all around. So I'm gonna go Chargers. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know when Fields is getting back. I think he's still gonna be out with his thumb. Um, so yeah, I think the Chargers should win this game, and usually when they should win a game, they don't, but I'll, I'll go to as well. Okay. And last but not least, Raiders and Lions. I'm going Lions. Mm-hmm. You, think, you think Hoyer can pull it off? No. I think the Lions are going to destroy the Raiders. Like You made, you made a noise like I picked wrong. You were like, eh. I'm like, really? Can you go for <laughs> Raiders? I, mean, I thought you would say more. Two? I don't know. <laughs> no, I think the Lions are going to come out and just tear them apart. 
Yep, I agree. I think they're pissed. Like I said, one game is a revenge game. Losing two games, it's, you got to rethink your life a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right. Well, hopefully I get what we pick. Disagree on what? Three of them? We disagreed on two, four. Did we? Yeah. Uh, Titans, Falcons. Yep. Vikings, Packers. Okay. Bengals, 49ers. And Chiefs Broncos. Ooh, all right. So I could tie this bad boy back up. You could. You you probably will be getting one, but I'll get one. You only get three. <laughs> Best yeah. case, I but for your sake, I really do hope I lose that one. Yeah. That would be a, that'd be way more amazing. That would be so fun. Yeah. How are the bro- hold on, hold on. How are the how are the Chiefs only favored eight points, but the Chargers over the Bears, the Chargers are favored by eight point five. I think they always give the home team two or three points just for being at home. It's ridiculous. I guess I get it, but still. Yeah. And the rest of my voice, man. I, I've like I've been like, you know, I talk for a living and I talk for habits and my sleep probably. So like my throat gets really dry. And like by the time we get to that game on Sunday, I know from like having beers and like screaming, my throat's just gonna be like gone. Oh yeah. Uh, I have to bring some cough drops or something, so I'm gonna have a problem. Especially with the altitude, yeah. I'm telling you, there's no joke. I, I warned you before this. Like, I'll we got to make sure we're prepared. Otherwise, we're probably it, we're going to be hurting on Saturday. Even if we just have a couple beers Friday night, we'll be hurting real bad Saturday morning. Yeah. So good, good to know. Yes, good information. I didn't. No one told me that when I flew it the first time. And walking, <laughs> I felt like, felt like I was in like a, like the hyperbolic time chamber or something in Dragon Ball Z because I felt like just walking around. I'm like. How do you people live here? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Uh-huh. That's what it feels like, but. Jeez. All right. Well. I can't wait, though. It's going to be awesome. I know. Well, the next time I see you will be Friday at 4.30 in the morning. Woo! I'm going to come up jazzed as shit. Like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, I got to make sure I set, like, seven alarms. Yeah, that would be good. If not, I'll just kick your door open and just have everything by the front door. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Yep. Well, that is week seven with the preparation for week eight. We will see how this goes, and we will be in Denver for week eight. Maybe we should take a video or something this time. We should. We should. We didn't last time we were supposed to, but after the Pretzel incident, I just couldn't focus anymore, so I just moved on with my life. <laughs> I still I keep I keep debating on adding that into your uh, wedding speech. I just don't know how I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah, maybe run that by me beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> might just, I might just mental mention like the pretzel incident, but I can't get into that, and then change the subject. Right, but you and Naomi and Nicole get a kick out of it. Yeah, that's perfect. But nobody else will understand what I'm saying. Inside jokes and a toaster are always great. <laughs> yes, because you guys, it's all about if you like it, that's all that matters. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, check us out on uh, Instagram. Was it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Average Joe. <laughs> average Average Joe's FB podcast. You got it. You got it. Yep. I made the damn account. <laughs> I'm the creator. Oh, anyway, check us out. Uh, send us send us a message and answer the question or ask a question. Um, check out our video. We went, never mind. We'll have video. We're on. Uh, this week so no video 
um, prepping for a short week of work to make sure we're going to have fun this weekend, so couldn't make the drive. That's right. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. See ya. See ya.